0: hi there welcome to shrink chat this is the companion show to our main podcast terror talk my name is shannon and i'm joined every week by my friend kathy on this show we talk about psychology and media and whatever else comes up it's a bit looser so hang out and welcome to shrink chat Kathy's being weird. Hello, this is Shrink Chat.
1: <laughs> My name is Shannon. And this is Kathy.
0: Hello. <laughs> I'm just calling her weird right out of the gate.
1: I like the sound of a newspaper. I know, you all know I'm obsessed. ASMR.
0: You're being an ASMR. <laughs> she just looked at me like I should die.
1: What? It's fine. What? What? It's fine. You just go on. Oh. Trivia is first. Trivia is first. So we were on Leatherface last week. Leatherface was uh, a recent post. Cool. So hopefully people found it. So the question was, although Texas Chainsaw Massacre was loosely based on Ed Gain, Toby Hooper was inspired by something else that created the vision for the story. What was it? So the answer is he was actually Christmas shopping and he was in a crowd and he found himself incredibly frustrated and he was in a rack of, he was near a rack of chainsaws and he imagined using them to get out of the frustration. <laughs> and then he went home that day and completely developed his narrative around the story. Oh, wow. Isn't that funny? This that all started awesome. from Christmas shopping, which I get. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a Christmas movie. Of course it is. Yep. So we'll have to talk about it. it yeah,
0: that's amazing. <laughs> Funny. That is so amazing. So, um, what you guys probably realize now, if you're regular listeners, is that we're um, we're recording this early because Kathy is out of the country. I'm in right the. Now. I'm probably in the jungle right yeah, now. Yeah. It is March 20th when the listeners are hearing this. So where will you be on March 20th? I will be climbing down Kilimanjaro. Yeah, see, I love that context. <laughs> so we're pre-recording, obviously.
1: So anyway. Trivia. So not, not quite in the jungle yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So if you're imagining her, she's I'm not, in that place where she's not quite in the jungle. Not which I in don't that, know what that looks yeah, like. I'm not
1: in that country yet. I'm coming down off a very large mountain. <laughs> very tired is what you are then. Yes. All right. So uh, let's see. We are going to the Graveyard Hand post, which is October 9th, 2019 post on Instagram, if you're going that way. Mm -hmm. And the question is, which celebrity appears as a five-year-old, it's a five-year-old archive footage. So she's in an archive footage, five years old from the Hands Across America commercial that was made and used in the movie us so which celebrity appears as a five-year-old archival footage from the hands across america commercial in the movie us perfect
0: you have any idea i I don't know
1: i I wouldn't have known this no
0: i i mean i don't know but then i
1: looked it up and it was really cute oh cool i can't wait to look it up
0: i get to look it up kind
1: of creepy now that i've seen (laughs) okay great yeah yeah. no i mean that's not because of her
0: but no no yeah because he, Jordan Peel made it creepy.
1: <laughs> and I've ever I've actually met her. And oh, okay. she's a cool. sweetheart. So, yeah.
0: Um, so these are the tips.
1: <laughs> it's a her. It's a her. Yeah. I mean, it's 50/50 chance if we're going binary. That's right. Yeah.
0: That's right. That's exciting. So I want to let people know what the trivia is all about. Additionally, not only is it fun, and we learn things, but every three months, we package together who has participated on the post. So you don't have to get it right. You just have to participate in the trivia game on the post that Kathy mentions. And then at the end of um, March, which we are very close to now, I think
1: next week, I'll be announcing some winners.
0: Um, so yeah, so the next week there'll be some winners, but also because we're doing a little pre-recording, I am going to be mindful of that. And so I, we won't announce the participation winner until sometime in April, because I want to, I want to be cognizant of those people that will participate for the rest of the month, like when we've pre-recorded. But, um, what happens is, is that then we send you a box and it's got some merch in it and, um, some free stuff can i can Thank i ask you, you a question
1: yes ma'am <laughs> your pen is that a person with hair yes because S- every time <laughs> you move it his hair like you'll be talking with your hand so this is hilarious i'm so glad you mentioned and this. I, I almost started laughing during one of our terror talk recordings which is which, are more serious. Yeah, we're talking about like, capital punishment. You're like she's giggling like at me, rocking his head around, and his hair's moving. And yeah. It's so funny. the
0: most amazing thing about this pen, and I'm so glad you mentioned, it, I didn't even really know I was using it, is that I got this at work, and we have a, we had a, we got a bunch of them free, um, because they're from the lice clinic. Oh. <laughs> So she's laughing at that because what it is, is it's a pen. And on the top of it, it has a little person's head. And then on top of the head is a bunch of hair. Just... And so like when a you, rock star hair. when you move the pen around the hair kind of flows and, in the, and the breeze. And ha- the hair
1: is green like tennis ball green. Yes,
0: the colors on it are green He's and white. He's kind of white.
1: balding on the top. Have you been like whipping up a- I went my hair back and- That's Well, That's
0: what it- it's it's like in my bag and you know, so okay. he gets rubbed around a little bit. He needs a shampoo. But it's from the as someone would lay with lice would need. So as you guys know, I work with families and she got kids.
1: Very serious right there. Families and kids and, and she's lower batting
0: the pen and the hair is going everywhere. Lower socioeconomic status and so lice does become an issue yes, it does. when we're dealing um with, you know, uh, issues of not having the right products to deal yeah. to, to use in your life and um needing a little bit of help with that. And so we interact with people like the Lice Clinics of America to get services and help for people. So this is LiceClinics805.com, which is 805 is the Ventura County area code. Anyway, these these pens are so funny. One of our staff one time, because everybody of course grabbed a couple when we got the box and he whenever he goes on vacation, he like comes into my office and has her has the hair flow. He's like, this is me. This is me traveling oh on down the river. It's just hilarious. He, anyway, he
1: needs his hair brush though, Shannon. It's, uh, it's bad. I kind of like it. I like She's
0: brushing it. his hair.
1: I'm brushing it towards the front. Like yeah.
0: it. Anyway, that's my pen. I don't know what we were talking about. You had a, um, <laughs> besides lice and my <laughs> pen, <laughs> and my pen, you had a mental health topic you wanted to cat Ka- This is a little segment we like to call
1: Kathy, Kathy reads, reads the, the paper. paper. I, I love that you titled our episode a couple of weeks ago, Kathy Cancels the Paper, <laughs> because I did do that. Now I go get my own damn paper. So mm-hmm. this is more like, I don't know if it's mental health okay. or sociology. Okay. It's community-based, and and I think it's based more, it's more right. about where our community is going, and there's a mental health piece, but I think there's also a an employment thing here, okay. which... Um, a lot of people who are lower education or they um, lower SES and they need jobs like this, how these jobs may not be here in the future. So there, there's an article in the LA times called, if you can't stand the heat, let robots do the cooking. And this guy, Miso, uh, let's see, hold on. Oh, Miso CEO, Buck Jordan believes Flippy is poised to become a regular part of fast food kitchens nationwide in the next year, especially in markets with higher labor and real estate costs. So I'm looking, I'll show this to you in a second, Shannon, Mm -hmm, but this is um, an automated cook. His name is Flippy. There's only Mm -hmm. one so far. He operates a frying station during demonstration at Miso Robotics in Pasadena in January. So it's out here in L.A. Um, I have a lot of feelings about this. I'm all about efficiency. I'm all about companies saving money. I'm all about cutting back on costs. I've worked in the restaurant industry. Um, but I'll tell you what, there are a lot of people who need these jobs. Um, so these machines cost $3 an hour as opposed to what we have. California minimum wage now is what, like 12 something, I think. So they're saving, um, owners. Let's see. Restaurant owners for an estimated two thousand dollars per month versus like the, the how, however tens of thousands they're spending a month on employees. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this. Here's the guy, here's the robot. Okay. Um, because I'll tell you why. There are a lot of people with um, stop being an asshole. I'm not. An there are an a asshole. lot of people with special needs who do. These jobs. There are a lot of people who are ESL um, who start off doing these jobs until they feel more comfortable in other jobs. There are teenagers who we really want them to start working at an age and feel a sense of purpose and make their own money who do these types of jobs. So if we are removing what we consider to be monkey's work, what some people would call monkey's work, I have issues with that. Yeah, I, I that's hard. I, you know, everybody
0: thinks this kind of stuff is quote unquote cool. Like, uh-huh. Oh, this is really interesting. This is innovative. This is cool. Like what we watch in movies, robots and sci-fi doing everything and until doing it starts everything. a fire in the kitchen. And yeah. And inst- until, <clears throat> uh, you know, um, Alexa and all the different things that we use that are great, but you know, those things aren't taking jobs away
1: necessarily. Right. Those are not, although they're starting to read our thoughts and do weird shit. But this is actually taking jobs. I know.
0: Does the article address that at all? Or is it really just like the cool innovation? I, thing? I think
1: it's more about the innovation piece. Okay. I didn't, I didn't read the entire. Your, re- your reaction to
0: it is more what we're talking about, right? Yeah, like, Because like, oh. they're looking
1: at, they're, this is the California business section, so they're yeah. not going to be addressing the problems. They're going to be talking about how this is cost effective, right? And how, right. Because it's in the business section. Like if so, I'm a
0: business owner, I'm reading this. Card. Yeah. Ooh, like, wow! Maybe. I could save
1: ten grand a month by but having this stuff this thing. can't be cheap to buy. You can rent them for oh. so it's it comes down to two thousand dollars a month to rent one of those for a kitchen. So I that's see. only two thousand dollars. It's two thousand dollars a month versus maybe. $10,000 a month to have a kitchen staff or something like that.
0: Yeah. But I mean, what do we always talk? It's like humanity, right? <laughs> humanity in the kitchen that you can have a relationship with and build a community in your business yep. and have a feeling around wanting to go to a small business instead of a large business. I mean, I think one of the things about small businesses and literally, you know, Kathy doesn't, didn't tell me about the article beforehand. So my gut reaction is, Going to small businesses is about the people that you find there, the hostess and the waitress and the cook and And the people. some of these
1: cooks have worked with restaurant managers or owners. I was just talking about the sushi place to you the other night when we were out to dinner, how um, the owner, he's had the same two cooks in his kitchen or chefs in his kitchen for like upwards of 20 years. Yeah. And... You know, the guy's English is not very good, and and Go Sun has employed him for years, and that's his work. Without that job, that guy probably would not be able to have a place to live. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, it it would be hard for him to get a job anywhere else. Yeah, I understand. And he's been able to live in LA because of of this business, and so we're going to have robots that do sushi rolls now?
0: I I just, I'm just a fan of small businesses and small owned businesses and having people bid build communities in their work and I mean cooking can be just a job and it can also be a passion and you know right. so
1: it, it's like taking away
0: artistry
1: but I, I also think it for like the youth who start off in jobs like this it teaches them responsibility it gives them a sense of purpose it allows them to make money developmentally it's really healthy for them to start in jobs like this customer service all of that that we remove that mm-hmm. and then what they they now we're only able to have jobs without robots that are college and up. So what happens to kids who are 15, 16, 17, they just now don't work. We already have issues with that. right? So I, just the whole thing to me, I looked at it and I went, nope, not for me. I mean, I miss Blockbuster Video. <laughs> I, I managed like four of those. <laughs> to stores. give us some context. <laughs> yeah, because I loved people coming in and going, hey, have you seen, it's kind of what you and I do here. Yeah. But that was my
0: job. No, no, that's the way that we used. To, I mean, Kevin Smith talks about it all the time. You know, working in a video store. That spot, you know, he worked in a in a in a market. But it's like they rented videos because you could rent videos at the Seven Eleven type store down the street you could rent videos and like people would talk about videos and i mean that was clerks that exactly that's why we were that's why we geeked out the movie store was right next to the market that he worked at and he worked at the video rental store and there's this like he's got a lot of personal lore around that i love clerks it's one of my favorite movies yeah and it's where movie young movie people got to geek out and yeah. so now we do it on podcasts, and we do it on the internet, and I'm obviously a fan of all of right. that. It's just, yeah, of course, there's a part but of But we're
1: talking to an audience versus having really that interaction. And if you yeah. were a teenager in the 90s, you were working at video stores, you were working in music stores. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I actually really miss music stores, oh personally. I like I, But my budget doesn't
1: because <laughs> yeah. I used to buy a lot of music, and I bought a lot of my, movies. My friend just brought me home, um, Elton John, Captain Fantastic, on vinyl yesterday. Nice. Yeah.
0: I love that it's having a resurgence. Yeah, I
1: love vinyl. I like the sound of it, but but just going into record stores and flip. That's why I loved High Fidelity so it's much. It's the shopping part. Yeah. And I the liked. culture. Just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a vibe. Anyway. Just, you know, I'm a nerd
0: with that stuff anyway, obviously, so.
1: And bookstores, too. But this is, um, okay. I just thought this was relevant I wonder if it'll take off. Probably not. Probably not, just because we do
0: like humanity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most people do default to wanting people still. Yeah. Um, I finally, okay, so last week I talked about Nosferatu, and that was a series that I had been watching for a while, and so I finally finished it, and I talked about it last week. And this week I finally finished a different series um, on Apple TV called Truth Be Told. Okay. Um, it's an American draw. It's a web television miniseries based on on Apple TV, uh, based on the novel. Are you sleeping by Kathleen Barber? The series, um, uh, I think it came out. Yeah. I mean, I think it just came out in December. So not too far away. I mean, like three months ago or what have you, it's about a true crime podcaster named Poppy Parnell, who is called to investigate the case of a convicted killer named Warren cave. Who's played by Aaron Paul.
1: Mm, I like Aaron Paul. So
0: Aaron Paul plays the convicted killer Warren Cave, and Octavia Spencer, Spencer plays the podcaster. Ooh. So it's a great cast. Um, I'm sorry, what's it called again? It's called Truth Be Told. Okay. Um, and so this man Warren Cave, she did an the premise is that she did an original podcast where she painted him as a cold blooded murderer, um, and so. But we joined the series, the the story, when she decides to uh, do a new podcast with new information about, and this guy is in prison and has been in prison for a while, and I won't talk about like why she does it or what happens, but so it's basically like a true crime podcaster who does their own research and their own. Um, investigation type stuff and she has to reinvestigate basically mm. and so there's a story around how she painted him as a cold-blooded murderer in the past and then there's relationships with um, his mother and the victim's family and it goes down a road where there is um, obviously podcasting but there's also true crime and there's also mental health stuff. There's some, there's some light mental health themes of course. And there's also some, some prison stuff. Okay. So you're getting a lot of different kind of pieces. Um, I was entertained, and I would recommend watching it because I was entertained because I'm connected to so many of the themes there. Okay, right? So podcasting and true crime and prison stuff mental and mental health. health stuff. So there was a lot in there. That's why I started watching it was because I thought, well, this the, seems right at my alley. The
1: character was actually based on you. No, stop it! <laughs>
0: stop being an asshole. She I'm said being me, an asshole. She said to me. A so few she said ago, to me back. <laughs> Let's stop. Let's both stop being assholes, shall we? No, I don't think it's a. I think it's a better show when we're assholes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably. I don't know. We're good at being assholes. Yeah. We. <laughs> it's a fine art. Um, so I would recommend watching it, but I would also say, I wouldn't say it's like the best series I've ever watched, type of thing. It's not one of those one of those shows where. I can go, oh my God, it's so good, type of thing. Like Nosferatu. <laughs> I didn't say it about that either. I know a lot of people love it when people, when reviewers give like stars or numbers or ratings yeah. or whatever. I can't bring myself to do that just yet. Um, you still sitting on it? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of pigeonholes things. Mm. It's like. It's I don't know Is it just
1: like one dimensional. In yeah, way? it
0: feels it feels a little one dimensional. I realize it's a real cut and dry way to say to give you an idea. You know, if someone says three point five stars out of five or whatever, you get an idea that it's a B plus or whatever. Um, but for me, as we always talk about, things are a little bit more nuanced. I can't say that I won't get to the point of rating things, but why don't um, you sit
1: on that for maybe one more week and let us know, or maybe just tweet it. She's just mad.
0: Impatient. She's just impatient when I talk, which is bad quality for a podcast co-host. <laughs> are you done yet? <laughs> She's going to work on that.
1: <clears throat> um, it's it's going to work on it's, it's not quite a home run, in other words. What, no, what, no. It, with all sincerity, though, what is it that makes, is it the one-dimensional piece or is it that there's, like, are you hesitant for other reasons to give it a higher rating? Uh,
0: I guess, so I could break it down this way. The, the performances are good. The themes are interesting. Obviously that's why I started watching Mm it. Um, do you feel like it just doesn't go anywhere after a while? It feels heavy on plot and maybe that's because it's from a book and maybe that particular book is really plot driven because uh, uh, some books are, some books aren't. And some series are heavy on plot, less on character. I would get very, very intrigued when I was watching when it would go down a road of really bumping up Octavia's character or bumping up Aaron Paul's character. Um, I would; Those would be the moments that would really succeed for me or the episodes that would really succeed for me. Um, something about it just made it, like a B plus instead of an A plus for me. Okay. It just didn't quite All right. although maybe, uh, I wonder if this is something that they would make more seasons of. It seems like it wouldn't be, but maybe. Again, mm-hmm. didn't read the book, so don't know. Okay. Certainly in line with like what we like in our culture to watch, right? Mm-hmm. So
1: what did you watch? I watched a movie called The Upside with Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. And it was an unassumingly great movie. Like my friend and I sat down, we're like, let's watch something. Let's watch something like lighter, you know? Cool. But it's so, it I'll tell you. Okay. But um, yeah, we wanted to watch something light, but still like heartfelt. So Kevin Hart plays this, um, he's been in and out of prison for drug related crimes and just, trying to make money quickly and he gets out on probation and brian cranston is a quadriplegic who had been in a bad accident which the movie will get into how that happens and you also find out that his wife has died Mm. um but he is like a multi-billionaire okay and nicole kidman plays his business like um She manages all of his stuff. Cool. So she interviews all these people to be his caretaker. So Kevin Hart comes in and he's clearly like the least experienced and (laughs) they're all coming in. And it's funny too, they do these interviews for the caretakers and you get these people who are just like, let me be your arms and legs for you and all this. And he's like, get get the fuck out. Right. And then Kevin Hart comes in. He's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I know I can do this kind of thing. And Nicole Kidman is like, you have no experience. You have no idea what he needs. You get three strikes and you're out. Oh Wow. So, um, and you'll find out, I don't want to give the movie away, but you'll find out later why she is so rigid and hardcore.
0: Yeah. Well, it's nice that you get to find out, like there's a reason. You get
1: to find out, and it is very, very, the characters are so well-developed, and over a period of two hours, they create, Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart create this incredible bond where they each start to give the other person a sense of purpose. And what I love about it is, and we've talked about this a lot on this show, is someone who's a drug and alcohol related offender is not necessarily antisocially oriented and wants to be bad. Once you give someone a sense of meaning and purpose and responsibility, because he also had, uh, I don't know if it was his girlfriend or wife and a son who had basically given up on him because he kept fucking up. Oh. And so he starts to make this money and starts to be able to see things in perspective and realize, like, I remember sitting there with my friend and she goes. He just made a really good, like you get, she's like, he just made a really good choice. Like you get so invested in him and you're like rooting for him to do the right thing. So it's so good. And then it's funny because they're dynamic. I mean, Brian Cranston's such a like white dude. And then Kevin Hart is so not white and they're dynamic together. And it's really funny. Well,
0: and I, yeah. it's funny that we're having a Breaking Bad connection here because I watched a movie with Aaron Paul and you yeah, watched movie, exactly, or a show with Aaron Paul and you watched a yeah. show with Brian Cranston. But yeah. um, Brian Cranston is actually incredibly funny. I mean, he was incredibly he, funny in Breaking Bad. Yeah,
1: and he was in Malcolm in the Middle. He was the dad. Yeah, on and a that, million yeah.
0: years ago, he was a guest star in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He was like a teacher or something. And I remember watching him on Dailies then yeah. and saying, you know, when you just watch certain actors, it's like they've got it. Yeah. This, this guy's gonna do something. If no, he doesn't he's, quit, he's gonna I remember thinking that watching Dailies he was just like a guest star with a few lines and it was like, No, no, he's got something, he's gonna go somewhere. And he's
1: great this this was an incredibly challenging role to play because he couldn't move his body. He couldn't yeah. move from the neck down. So yeah. every movement had to be in his face mm-hmm. or what he said. Mm-hmm or what he didn't say, it was incredible. I I remember looking at my friend going, that must be such a hard role to play because as actors, and I've done acting, you use your body a lot. Mm -hmm. And so when you are in a role where the body doesn't work, Mm -hmm. you have to rely on other things, especially in comedies where the body's used a lot. So, um, and not that this is a comedy, it's a It is actually a dramatic comedy. I looked
0: it up real quick when you mentioned it and it says, it describes itself as a comedy drama. It's
1: a comedy drama. Yeah. So it's not like a a straight off the, like you're not gut wrenching, you know, it's not, it's not like that. It's not a Kevin Hart, like no comedy palooza. It's a comedy drama for sure. Dramatic comedy, however you want to say it, but I really recommend it. If you want to just on a Sunday afternoon, watch something really heartfelt. Um, I, thought it was really I good. when you mentioned
0: it I looked it up real quick so I could see what it was mm-hmm. and it says it's a remake of a French film called the Untouchables.
1: well it's based on I just want to be clear it's this is based on a true story yeah Philippe yeah. Philippe Poza de Borgo and so they're still the friends to on. this day after cool. all that
0: yeah yeah so it's based on that and I guess. It's got an original French movie, and then it looks like our, the Argentinians did a movie too. So this is like the this is the American version of it's something. It's so
1: inspirational. So it
0: must be an amazing story. Yeah. I, I say that because like so many people have tackled it, and it's something that they're. He
1: plays a writer. Uh, he oh no he his job the uh, Brian Cranston who he plays his job is like he invests in a lot of these startup companies. and He's multi billionaire, but on the side he also writes books. So he's incredibly intellectual right. and there's so much of it. It's just good. It's really good. <laughs> I feel you, man. Yeah, it's really good. I could tell you like it. I, I will.
0: I will check it out, man. Um, so the next uh, next week, we're going to do uh, a show on exorcism. You stuff. Are. Yeah. And then after that, I'll mention that we decided to do an episode on David Lynch. Yes. Right after that. So. I'm looking forward to rewatching uh, Blue Velvet yeah. and some of in uh, some other stuff. So, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And by the time we have those episodes, which is like April first, April first, I think, is when we're doing David Lynch. You'll be back in the country, right? I'll be actually back
1: in the country cool. at the very end of March. Okay, perfect,
0: yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. We're just, you know, we're tracking Kathy in our mind, like right. where she is in the world. What is
1: today? Um, today is March twentieth. Okay, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm coming down the mountain.
0: Yeah, you're coming yeah. down the mountain, and then when we're exorcisming, it's it's going to be March 25th, around
1: there. I'll be in the jungle. Okay, so... I'll be leaving the jungle.
0: Cool, man. Well, when we record those, we're going to have to obviously pre-record those episodes, <laughs> because, I mean, we're assholes, so we can't record while you're in well, the jungle. I mean, unless you want to come to Rwanda. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I would. <laughs> But you can't that day. This is a little short notice. Yeah.
1: I would, I'd love to, but I can't that day.
0: Yeah, I have a meeting that day. I, I can't make it to Rwanda.
1: <laughs> right on. So that's I, what's coming up. I will. I will be going to the uh, genocide museum, and I'll be wanting to talk about that. Okay. Soon. So I was so, had an, in a full out laugh when you mentioned that. Yeah. So I just quickly shut yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah. I
0: quickly shut it down right there. Um, perfect. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, and I will miss you when you're gone, but I will have the Terror Talk and Shrink Chat episodes to keep me company. And, and your pen with them. hair. And my pen that I just picked up and started to pet.
1: You did. You're <laughs> brushing his hair. Yeah. Well, you said it needed a brush. He looks like he needs a little scrunchie maybe to put that back. That's got to be in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he's super cute. And you cute. now have lice all over your desk. Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Well, no, he's clean of lice. That's, oh, he's, what, that's okay. why. That's, that's he's clean, cute. What's his name? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I could be like five years old and call them Licey. Because that's what little kids do, right? Yeah. Like Kitty Cat is the name of the <laughs> Yeah. I could call him Lacey? Licey Pen. No, I don't want to. Um, maybe at some point we'll take a picture of him so that okay. people can know what we're talking about. So we really appreciate your listening to us in this madness. Thank you so much for listening. This is Shrink Chat. My name is Shannon.
1: And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone. <laughs>
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Shrink Chat. If you enjoy what we do here, there are two things you could consider. Subscribing and sharing our episodes on social media and checking out our Patreon page. Don't hesitate to contact us on Twitter, Instagram, or our Facebook page. We upload new episodes of Terror Talk every Wednesday and of Shrink Chat every Friday. Until then, goodbye and have a pleasant tomorrow.